Hi, I'm Brian, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. Hi, I'm also Brian, and I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm not Brian, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Jonathan, I miss Panda, and I hate Hallmark Hanukkah movies. And this is is the the Deck the Hallmark Hallmark Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's this podcast. Host this podcast. We hope you like this jolly podcast. Oh my gosh. It's that time of the year. It's that time of the year. Everybody just uh, tell your children to go in the other room. Jonathan Shapiro's here, everyone. If you are in a minivan picking up anyone from any practice, this is not the episode. We have to get this episode cleared by the CEO of Philo before we post it on their platform. That's, that's right. how that's how racy this episode gets. Isn't that right, Shapiro? It's gonna be filthy. And, and uh, I respect I respect the people of South Carolina for putting up with this. I really do. Thank you. Yeah, and God bless you for joining us for a fifth straight year, Jonathan. Gosh, it's been five years. This is the longest relationship I've ever had with anyone. <laughs> That's fair. We're proud to That's be fair. we're proud to be a part of it. Um, happy Hanukkah to you and your. Thank you and and thank you and Merry Christmas. I hear someone's Savior's about to be born. That's right, That's right around the corner. Could the be yours day. too. We'll talk about it after the show. We'll give you the hard <laughs> pitch. And by the way, as I say every Easter, sorry. <laughs> If you want to see that in live time, you can go to philo.tv slash DTH. You can find that right on the app. Free seven-day trial seeing Jonathan making fun of our Lord and Savior. It is the... (laughs) I know you don't like that about him, but it's love hard first. That's right. It's uh, the final weekend of new movies has come and gone. That means it's the last week of movie reviews for the year for us. It's a little overwhelming. I got to say, I was driving down the road today and I, I turned to my wife and I said, babe, there's no new movies to watch, and I'm sad. And she thought I was doing a bit. Yeah. I was not doing a bit. I am legitimately sad at the lack of new uh, holiday movies this weekend. This I don't know 10 days, do. we get 10 days with no new Hallmark content a year, and it is glorious. It is just the, <laughs> the best 10 days, and I mean that with all sincerity. And a couple of things. One, <laughs> you're skinny, and if you're sick... I'm sorry, and I'll pray for you, but you're too skinny. Secondly, uh, what crime did you commit that you have to keep watching these movies? So I will say this, Jonathan. I have transitioned. This is my full-time job now, which I don't know if you know that. Like it is, You don't have money for food. That's right. Yeah, I am, I am just, just scraping by. That's why you're skinny. Couldn't even make my own. Couldn't even make my own latka. Couldn't even make one with the amount of money I have. Uh, but but um, you were always doing that. Watching, too. yeah, I'm a big latka from scratch guy. Well, watching the movie is the worst part of my job. It's legit. Like if the worst part of your job was watching movies, Jonathan. I mean, yeah. that, that's a that's a sweet gig, right? Do we? Do you know there's a third guy in here who I've never seen before? What's this? <laughs> Who, me? Brian, really quickly, tell tell Jonathan three things about you and leave out the part of where you don't like Jewish people. And just like, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into that later. Uh, So I, uh, I like to bake fudge. Uh, but I don't know if you know. Fu- is that what they call that now? <laughs> yeah, we bake fudge. 
I like uh, to sit next to Christmas not, trees. Not for me to judge. By the way, let me just tell you, whatever you do in your personal life is your choice. And I respect it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Thank so you. Great fudge. Thank you. And number three, Brent, what was that one I can't say? Yeah, no, um, we're just gonna, oh, yeah, there's one you can't say. out of things. Let's try. Man, Brian is the first. Uh, he's not from South Carolina, uh, John. Oh, now, right. He lives here now, but he's from Massachusetts. Um, so he just can't be in the studio this evening, but typically he's in the studio with us. He lives down yeah. here now. This is, isn't this, now it's ironic that I am in the midst of writing a book that I have to turn into the publisher at the end of January about Abe Lincoln. Oh, wow. I'm actually writing a book about Abe Lincoln and, and how fitting that the war started in South Carolina. That's right. And, and it was, it was won by guys from Massachusetts with mm-hmm. a sort of low slung forehead and lantern jaw that, that Brian's got there. <laughs> and, and it takes a Jew to sort of explain it. I got to tell you, Jonathan, I, that was, there's a lot of great information there. If you're writing a book on Abraham Lincoln, I de- like as someone who taught college level history for 15 years, he's my favorite character to talk about. I can't wait. I can't wait mm-hmm. to read it. And I'm being dead. Se- I can't wait. I'm very excited uh, that you're doing this. I can't, I can't wait for you to buy it. <laughs> full, full, full price, price, right? Retail. Full price. Price. I actually will get you a book for full price. Can I uh, can I send it to you like marked up? <laughs> yeah, I would love your notes. It'd be great. <laughs> great, yeah, yeah, good, good, good. High school history teacher gave me some notes. It'd be perfect. The theme of our characters finding pennies on the ground and being all excited about it. I'm going to continue this trope of the chief through who's not going to give you the book for less money. <laughs> perfect. Right. Great, great. Thank you, um, Jonathan. Really quickly, you do um, you write um, uh, television programs from time to time do you have uh anything going on right now that dan can act like he's excited about because that's like a yearly tradition too it's really fun <laughs> yeah, this is yeah so uh, i uh yeah there's a show that that i just uh we just i guess the kids say drop <laughs> yes yeah. and yep. and it's very fitting because peacock dropped it uh like a big sack of poo so there's been no publicity for it but if you should stumble on it it's called the calling and it's uh, set in Brooklyn, New York, and that's where I spent the last six months. And, and uh, it's about a uh, or uh, this is this sounds like a joke. It's not. It's about an Orthodox Jewish uh, NYPD detective. That sounds fascinating. Who's in it? it is fascinating. I tell you, prove something based on the criticisms we received, and Mr. Hitler got better reviews in Poland, thirty-eight. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe people don't like Jews. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't think that's no. not been. If in the this news year's taught us anything, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think yeah. that's true. Um, it's on yes. the peacock. It's on the peacock. I believe the emphasis is on the cock. Right, and it's the cock, and it airs uh, constantly. And uh, if you're the tenth viewer, uh, I believe you get a free subscription to Peacock. And not only wow. that, but you got Barry Levinson in here directing, and that's like Barry Levinson directed. That's and if a you're get. A, if you're a fudge baker, there's a whole <laughs> yes. storyline about that in there. Oh, uh, I'm in. No, I'd like to say I'll be number ten, but I'll probably be around six or seven. So, <laughs> is Brian supposed to bring humor to this thing? Because 
No, no. That's where Panda lost everybody. It was too funny. So That's we're right. trying to dry it, it up a little bit. It was too funny. Right. Yeah, it was too. It was, and it was like slapstick. Like it was over. It was overt. <laughs> we want to be a really serious, like Mensa member level funny show, John. You know, actually, I can say in my fifth year here, now that Panda has left, for the first time I realized which one is Panda and which one is Brand and which one is Fan. I did not know until now. <laughs> More than fair. Now More than fair. We all blend together. Uh, would we like to talk about Hanukkah on Rye? Sure. Anybody interested mm-hmm. in doing that? Uh, mm-hmm. I do have a synopsis in case for some reason you didn't watch it on the Philo TV. How dare you? But I do have a synopsis, uh, and then we'll break it down afterwards. Are we ready? Yes. December 18th, 2022 is when it premiered, and it went a little something like this. The movie kicks off at Gilbert's Diner. It's been in the family forever. Molly is next in line to run the company, so she's learning the ropes. She's neck deep in latkes. Saw him live. Uh, then we meet Jacob across the country. His family owns... Uh, I don't even know if you would call it a diner. Would you call it a diner? I don't know. It's got all the foods, everything you could possibly want under the sun. It is there. And uh, he's kind of wanting to... I would be called an Applebee's. An Applebee's. Yes. (laughs) Similar to an Applebee's. Um, And so they're uh, wanting to open one of those across the country in New York City. He's going to move there temporarily and uh, take a look at some places around there to find the perfect spot. He's got a temporary apartment. And wouldn't you know it, Molly also lives in that apartment complex. They meet. They butt heads. And who doesn't love that? Both Molly and Jacob are single. And that works. Their families. Why can't we have Christmas music? Why can't we have some Jewish music? Why can't we have Irving Berlin? I don't. Is this a is this a we we run music? What is this? I'm listening to a movie, and yet I'm listening to to the Nutcracker. (laughs) You're right. You're right. You're right. Put a little effort into it, Brand. I told him to change the music. He didn't listen. <laughs> he, yeah, Dan actually said, "Put something Jewy on." And I, <laughs> whoa, and I, and I said, whoa. "I said we can't say that." And he said, "Shapiro will say that." And then here we are. You're a man named for roughage, and yet you're not anal about the music on this show. Uh, yeah. Shapiro, I got to get through this so we can talk about it. Okay, gosh. <laughs> Both fam- both families are worried about the fact that they are single. The grandmas surprise them by telling them that they've hired a matchmaker and they've already found a match for each of them. Apparently, their uh, getting to know you process is very old school. They are given a box with writing supplies and they are supposed to write back and forth and go from there. It's very intense and also very loose on the rules. Uh, Jacob is supposed to write the first letter because he's a man and uh, he's having a a really tough time so he takes a break goes for a walk bumps into molly and they uh accidentally like he makes fun of her diner doesn't realize that she's uh you know part of the family and then they bump into each other again at the first menorah light and they're just bumping into each other all over the place new york city classic are you getting paid by the, this is endless this is show up. then let me do my job shapiro i'm sorry he writes uh, uh, the first letter and is honest about really not wanting a relationship, and she ends up appreciating that honesty. He ends up coming to Gilbert's for a Hanukkah open mic, which Lisa Loeb shows up for, and she stays. A, uh, 
a guy, thank you. A guy comes in and he recognizes Jacob and says, dude, what are you doing in New York? Are you scoping out the competition? Molly hears this and gets really upset. He explains that his family runs Zimmers. This is not a synopsis. This is a reading of the transcript, for God's sake. Jonathan? Sorry. That's the calling on Picot. <laughs> so uh, she doesn't want, that's why people aren't watching the calling. They're too busy listening to my synopsis. Uh, so she doesn't want to, to talk to him anymore because he's a lie, liar. Uh, but they do unknowingly keep writing letters to one another because of the thing. And uh, one day Jacob sees Molly turning in her letter and he's like, oh, no, she's the girl. I'm the boy. Uh, they end up having uh, they end up hanging out together and they're having fun when she finds out that he wants to put the Zimmers like a block away from her restaurant. She is mad again. Back to square one with these two. Uh, Molly is trying to find new ways to bring people into Gilbert's and Jacob seems invested in helping too because he's just a cool guy. She tells him that there's someone else that she's interested in and he's like, you should meet him. <laughs> I know. Uh, they uh, set up a time to meet, uh, but when that time comes to meet, his family ends up coming into town and they're less than thrilled to hear that he's trying to pull out of the deal uh, with the place that he found. Grandma, not happy, tells the story basically about his, her mom, his great, you get it, and a story that he had never heard before in his life about why they actually want to do a restaurant in New York City. So now he's like, well, we got to do the Zimmers now. I am so while molly is waiting for the late jacob she's looking at pictures of events at gilbert's and sees how happy she and jacob are together so she decides to blow off the dinner with the letter guy so that she can be with jacob he tells her that they're opening zimmers and she's like okay we'll make it work but then he tells her that he's also the letter guy and she's like very mad you lied again you didn't tell me who you were gives him back his lucky penny the nerve both grandmas go to get a uh, refund for the matchmaking service they end up meeting each other and challenging each other to a latka competition winner gets bragging rights at the best latka in new york city there's a problem though the latkas taste exactly the same and how can that possibly be because because their yeah. grandmas met each other on the ship. I know. Sister, they're committing a, the worst sin. It's incest. I don't think they're actually. They're not related, they're are not, they? But when it when it happened, I said, I "If these two are cousins, so help me." They're just friends. Just friends. Yeah. By the way, if you're an Ashkenazi Jew, as I am, and as is my wife. The phone book of birth defects that you may have when you have kids is very worried. <laughs> if you're a Gentile like you people, it comes in a pamphlet. Yeah. <laughs> I just am excited that Brand's going to follow this. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Yeah. I swear. I swear. I, I swear to God. I, it, Jacob and Molly make up and they kiss and the family cheers. The family talk about opening a diner together and Jacob and Molly kiss some more as the matchmaker looks right in the camera and says, I still got it, which I didn't really know was up for debate, but apparently it was. Cut to a picture of Jacob and Molly there in front of the new restaurant. They did it. And that, my friends, was Hanukkah, Hanukkah on Rye. Rye. We did it. <laughs> I seriously want to die. I 
I was going to kill myself with the scissors. Well, but. good news, Jonathan. We've got a break real quick, and we'll see what you do during that break. We'll be back here on Deck the Hallmark. <laughs> We're back, everybody. We're talking about Hanukkah on Rye, a lovely story. Um, let's break it down with four segments. We'll start with the hot take. And Brian, who's been waiting patiently for this moment, for the big show to finally arrive, where you can share your scalding hot take of what you thought about Hanukkah on Rye. Brian, don't disappoint and go. Okay. Uh, so this, this movie was special and unique for a lot of reasons. And one of them, that really stood out to me is that it featured a matchmaking technique that could revolutionize the game, I'd say. <laughs> now, the movie didn't explain like the order of things, but from what I gather, she's a matchmaker who combs through the Ellis Island archives, cross-references like Ancestry.com or one of these services. She probably subscribes to all of them, even Peacock, and finds two single people at the end of a family tree and sets them up. <laughs> because she knows the whole family is fed up with these two being single and they it's going to work no problem. And so I think she's doing this and you just keep this rolling. You'll always have a hundred percent success rate. Um, the music in this, I thought was really good. Like I noticed the music when they were writing letters to each other. I was like, this music's beautiful. And then I realized throughout the whole movie, the music's great. And the food, Dan, I'll let you talk about how great the food the looks. Food it looked phenomenal. Outstanding. Especially after just eating at Harold's in New Jersey yeah. um, and seeing the, the portions, the, how good the food looks. Ugh. Seeing this food, it's was like I could taste it. Yeah. And it was torture. And I loved watching that. Um, overall, like, and, and even actually, Jonathan, I'm glad we have you here because I need you to settle about it for me. I recently had a, a Sufan, Sufan Ganyot. No, Sufgan Iyot. Oh there it is. Oh, a, a jelly donut, <laughs> right? And Dan and Bran... Were almost threw me out of the car when I said I was going to try that, and um, that's anti-Semitic, right? Was <laughs> were they concerned that the jelly would get on the white robes, or that they not? It's a both end. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of concern. That was probably the primary. I one. don't remember us getting mad at you. I think Brian made up a whole you story. Guys, what? You guys, when we did were that in happen? Your truck. We were in your truck. We were deciding on donuts. Oh, you're not going to eat a jelly donut in my truck. That is no, 100. No, no. Yeah. It was Jen Bliss, our double decker, brought them to Christmas Con, and I said, I'm going to get the jelly donut. And you guys were both just like puking out the window at this oh, idea. Oh, of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's not one of, no, so, no, 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 no. No, that's not the same thing. So I, I was glad to see that in the movie and that I had just tried one of those donuts. It was fresh in my mind. And so uh, I don't like the dump, the lying, all the lying that went on, but I kind of understood <laughs> what he had to do to get, you know, get this movie to the end. Um, but I do have to say, I had a really good time. And this, though, this does, you know, score a zero in my rating system for real Christmassy. Sure. Uh, it makes up for it in all the great traditions and information. And so music. for real, it's, real Hanukkah. I was about to say, uh, like, if your rating Hanukkah. system is about Christmassy and you watch a mm -hmm. Hanukkah movie, uh, yeah. Brian, it's maybe tough. the rating system is the, maybe there's some systemic injustice there. <laughs> I don't know if it's affirmative action to maybe use a Hanukkah scale for the Hanukkah movies, but mm -hmm. I will say, Brian, you're the best thing on this show by a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you why. 
you're not, you know, you're not funny, but <laughs> you, you, you seem to have just an every man. You're like every, you're every man. You, <laughs> you are, you are, you are just an average Joe. Mm-hmm. And I found it comforting to just hear you go on and on. I thank, <laughs> oh, thank you. More comforting than me going on and on. I can tell you that. Uh, Jonathan, that's where we are. What did you think about Hanukkah on Rye? I thought this was the worst movie I ever saw. And uh, I just a couple of thoughts. One, it can't be a deli if they serve pork. So I don't know what they're doing in Los Angeles with the Zimmer deal. Secondly, uh, the guy who runs the, the, uh, the um, concierge in the apartment. Yeah, Thomas, I believe. I don't believe he had a lower body. I mean, never <laughs> And I salute Hallmark for hiring that guy. Um, there was a woman in this movie that has given me nightmares. And it's not because she appears to be the crypt keeper, but because she was 175 years old. And I don't think they told her she was actually being filmed. And I'm talking, of course, about the, the Zimmer grandmother, who was <laughs> horrible. The food looked bad. The portions were small. The prices were high. <laughs> the prices were high? Where were the prices, Jonathan? <laughs> he just knows. And I just feel like, and this will sound weird, because I'm not a Jew for Jesus, but I'm not necessarily against Jesus. If all the movies in the world were going to be like this, if Jesus hadn't come and I'm glad Jesus came because if these were going to be what all the movies were going to be. Well said. I just don't, I don't even know how to fight. Well said. I I have one follow-up question, Jonathan. Last year you reviewed uh, eight gifts of Hanukkah, um, which you called a masterpiece and maybe the best movie you've ever seen. Um, it was, it was, it was, it was the greatest movie I ever saw. That was a great movie. And that was the Citizen Kane Hanukkah movies. That was great. So it was charming. It was funny. And it sent the message that, uh, Jews are just a little better. <laughs> I just can't imagine a world where the, the difference in these two movies is that like, I, like the first two Hanukkah movies we got, Holiday Date and Double Holiday, I think are just, and you're with me on this, you've reviewed both of them, or at least yeah. one of like, are awful, like terrible oh. movies. And then yeah. Eight Gifts of Hanukkah, I was like, all right, we're not treating everyone like they're idiots where we have to explain Hanukkah to everyone. And Eight Gifts of Hanukkah was like a solid entry. And I think this was closer to that than it was those first two. But you... Yeah, yeah, fair, clearly. Yeah, you're terribly wrong. And once again, and, and we've talked about this before, we don't have to go over this again, but, you, but your, your visceral, furious hatred of Jews. <laughs> Can't air it. Can't air it, Brand. I don't know what uh, we're going to do. It's already aired. There's nothing we can do. There's nothing we can do. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, listen, I, this is a movie. I didn't give mine yet. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I really liked it. Jesus, I really liked it. Yeah, talk more, Brad. Fine. <laughs> I really liked it. Shortest shortest hot take in the history of hot takes from Brad. I really liked it. Dan? What did you like? What did you like about it? Overall, overall vibes and I also um love Jeremy Jordan. Yeah. Um like I he's in like my 
my top five Hallmark guys right now. I just love him. Uh, the fact that we didn't get to hear Jeremy Jordan sing is a travesty upon travesties, and I will be taking it to Congress. I again, I don't know how that works, um, but I, I, the I, guy I can sing. The guy can did sing. It you, did it bother you that he he apparently has no neck and no waist? <laughs> Well, you're talking about who? He looks as if he had been compressed in some way. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, nope. Didn't bother me at all. I really liked him. Dan? <laughs> so this is a movie that uh, borrows liberally from the premise of You've Got Mail and Shop Around the Corner and that longstanding tradition of films where we're sending each other letters or emails or what have you. Um, and it doesn't stoop to the level of trying to educate us on Hanukkah, which is great. It feels like it's its own movie that's representing well. And then the two leads, I thought, did a good job. I thought Yael uh, Grob Glass was really good, and I thought Jeremy Jordan was really good. Um, is it is it, you know, the best movie of the year? No. Um, I, I guess I'm just kind of in awe. I thought I just thought Jonathan was going to really like this one. I'm surprised at the take we're getting uh, from Jonathan, whereas for me, like, if you're going to make a, a You've Got Mail, Shop Around the Corner, you know, knockoff, to do it in this way, you know, it, you had to suspend your disbelief, you know, 16 different ways. I, can I just take this to the tape really quick? Because I do think there's a chance that this might have something to do with it, Jonathan. Last year, you said that who's the lead in last year's movie? What was her name? Was the most beautiful Jew you've ever seen, I believe. I, 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 I preface that by saying other than my beloved. Of course. Ingar, Ingar Lava. Of course. Yeah. I mean, Could it have yeah. been that you were a little bit taken aback while watching that movie? You know what? I, 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 I'm suddenly realizing that, that everything I said was wrong. Thanks, Brad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me go back. Uh, I love it. That was great. Uh, I thought the food looked terrific. I thought that scene where she explains how to put cream cheese after the papers yeah. and, and the salmon was charming. I think the fact that, that he looks like he looks like uh, the little Martian in the in the with the with the hairbrush on his head was great. And I thought that the, that the 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 Joseph Goebbels uh, stereotypical uh, Jews at the corner eating the blintzes every five minutes was wonderful, and uh, you know, sign me up. And you mentioned the prices were too high. Do you still feel that way, or I feel the prices were fair? <laughs> uh, everything about the movie was fair, and I think that um, doggone it, it was great. Thank you, Jonathan. Wow. Uh, it's time for all the feels. It's the part of the show where we uh, talk about what gave us those feels in this movie. Brian, anything give you feels? I have two real quick ones. Uh, in my refrigerator, I have a rack on the door that holds cans, like of seltzer water. Uh, Molly had two rows of can holders. I only have one. So I had, I was jealous of okay. the inside of her refrigerator door. It's good but stuff. My real, thank you. My real feel was that... There was a scene where it was before they had the open mic. He's junior varsity. What you giving him a hard time? He wasn't the first choice. God almighty, that's not how you Christian of you. Christian would be to say, We love you. You know what? We, we love you. We You're love you, Brian. We love you, buddy. 
you're, whatever you. you've got going that's not good and you're you're the meek and you're poor and you're on the bottom, but you'll be at the top. We love you. That's, that's how you should treat Brian. Th- thank you. Thank you. Finally, somebody says it. <laughs> I can stop saying it for myself. <laughs> stop calling me weak and poor, Dan. Uh, so the my real feel was the scene where uh, I think it was right before the open mic where they the, everybody gathered at the deli and they were all reciting you know they were praying and what have you and it was all generations of people and it just it looked like really comfortable and like a fun time for everybody who was there and so I got some uh, feels from that. Um, Jonathan, now that you've come around and you liked the movie, did you have any feels? Like I love when. Uh, <laughs> When they were walking down that street in Toronto, pretending it was inside of New York uh, to save the 150 bucks on the on the location fee, because you know, I assume you run the production and you know how they are. Uh, and she started talking about the tenement history and how the apartments were small and loud. And and uh, and I was thinking, gosh, you know, in the whole history of the Jewish people for 5,000 years, uh, small apartments was not the worst thing we had to deal with. So um, I got feels for that. And I also thought um, the fact that, that Lisa Lowe, yeah. Lisa Lowe yeah. Yeah. has not aged. She, yeah. she, she came on the scene at 12 and she's still 12. And I want to know if she's the undead. Wow. Yeah. She mm. really looks the exact same. She stayed. Yeah. Exactly. She stayed. She stayed That's exactly stayed, right. Stayed. Exactly yeah. right. Um, so... There was a, when they're about to do the uh, Latka uh, competition, they uh, some, show a, uh, a, a graphic, a promotional graphic for it that is made to look like a boxing uh, pay-per-view promotional image. And I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. The fact that it was only up on screen for a split second was a travesty. Uh, somebody spent a lot of time working on that, and it turned out wonderful. So kudos to whoever did that. I'm happy it made it to the final airing because it made me very happy. I, I got a good a good kick out of that. Dan? Uh, you know what my nightmare is? It's a little thing I like to call original song karaoke. <laughs> this is... This is where we have an, an, an open mic uh, and, and people come up and they don't go, hey, uh, I want to sing the Backstreet Boys. They say, I wrote a song and you're going to listen to it because you yeah. have to. That is um, typically what open mic is. I, I just was, I, 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 could, I wanted to fast forward. I, I couldn't believe, I would never. Hey, the fact, licensing. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. But if I was if I was if I was in a bar and they started that I would be out out I would the be fact out the that door. you've never been to a singer song at an open mic astounds no one that's right and you probably are all about it I uh, I don't hate it you dabble I I, I I don't hate it I don't love it I give me give me uh, karaoke over yeah open yeah mic yeah method. you got a little bass gosh line I love there. karaoke because yeah. you never know you never know what's gonna happen with karaoke that's right. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Let's take one more quick break. We'll come back with the way, what, and the what, the hallmark here on Take the Hallmark. I'm sorry I didn't switch out the the transitional music there, Shapiro. That's on me, buddy. I'll work on it for next year. I'm, I'm actually, I'm talking to my lawyer again. <laughs> it's fair. Yeah, More than yeah. fair. Uh, let's get to the way, what, let's talk about... What? I'm going to get those socks in the, in the settlement. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah. 
uh, it has a uh, a hole in the uh, sole, so I'll, I'll, I just <laughs> I will. Do you? As yeah, do exactly. You. <laughs> do you? Fair. Uh, let's talk about wait. What's let's start with you, Brian. Brian, while you were watching this, what made you go wait? What? Just three quick ones, really. And uh, it was very early on. One of the ladies, when they were sitting at the counter of the deli, one of the ladies was punching numbers. And she said about their lot, because we either break even or we make a profit. And this year we're a little farther from even than we'd like to be. And I interpreted that as they don't want to make a profit. Did I no, miss? The way I, the way I understood it was we're going to break even at all costs. So like, they're talking about giving away latkes or doing some sort of promotional thing, and they say, hey, we either break even or we make a profit, and we're too far away from breaking even. So I think they were worried about their latka, like, allotment, uh, so, so to oh, speak. just say it. We all know what's going on. They're running a tax evasion, and they're preparing <laughs> to burn the place down for the insurance. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. That That's makes what's sense. Going on. We all know no. what's going on. We we our our latka margin is a little off this year. Come on, it was Jewish <laughs> lightning. They're gonna burn the whole place down for the insurance. <laughs> that clears it right up. Got him. Um, so that was a silly question. Uh, he had just when he first arrived at the apartment, he's he had his meet cute there. They ran into each other. He was checking the mailbox at. A place he's rent. So I get he's probably there for a little while. Maybe he's going to get. It's mail, the first days in town, though. The first day, <laughs> it's like immediately he shows up and he's got mail in there. Uh, and during the original song competition, it looks like they had just put out a grease fire in the kitchen because every time they showed the restaurant, it was so smoky and hazy, <laughs> and it was obviously from candles and whatnot. But it just looked very dangerous and made my lungs burn just watching. That was it. Fair enough, Jonathan. What you waiting and what you wanting? Other thing I noticed, Brian's hair is fantastic. Yeah, it's hair good hair. Thank you. It's good hair. Is that Valvoline? The product in your hair, is that Valvoline? Because little, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's some kind of mousse, actually. I'm not sure if it's... The racer's real edge? It might be. Uh, it might be. I'm, I was confused. Okay, stop touching yourself. Why? I'm I was so... Okay, well, now this is... For those listening, he was touching his hair on top of his head. <laughs> this is why you got to go to philo.tv. Good Lord. Go ahead, Shapiro. Uh, thanks. Uh, I, I found it odd that the man, uh, the, the compressed man, um, <laughs> is Jewish, and his family runs a deli, and he had never heard of... Fiddler on the roof. Yeah. So uh, you're going to love this, Jonathan. Uh, Brand and I missed in an episode years ago on the pod. There was an overt Fiddler on the Roof joke in a movie, and Brand and I missed it. Neither of us knew the joke. And right, because you're two yokels from South Carolina delivering canoe paddlers. That's what I don't know your ass from Shinola. Right. <laughs> you don't know Fiddler on the Roof. It'd be weird that's if right. you knew. Look, that's what I was. That's right. Yes, that's what I was trying to tell people. But we got a lot of messages about how we should know Fiddler on the Roof, and you know it is pretty famous. The fact that this guy has never yeah. seen Fiddler on the Roof was a bit shocking. That was something. Yeah, he'd heard of it, but never seen it. <laughs> that's right. One of our one of our people said, which is a little bit like saying, uh, "No, no, no, no." I heard of the crucifixion, but I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like a fraud. 
Did okay. you just compare the crucifixion of Jesus to Fiddler on the Roof? That's a new one. That's a new one even no, for Jonathan. No, no, and let me tell you why. The crucifixion never ran on Broadway for over four years or one Tony's for Zero Mostel. So that's one. Secondly, <laughs> what I said, Ruppage, was that his claim that he never heard about it is a little bit like me saying, well, I wasn't personally responsible for what happened to Jesus. And we both know that's not true. <laughs> Anything else? No, not really. Except I have to say, I, I thought some of the pictures of the food uh, actually made me want to never eat again. Anything. You didn't it, think the food wow. looked good, Jonathan? The, the, the stuffed cabbage. Excuse me. The stuffed cabbage looked like something. Uh, well, it looked like four inches of my colonoscopy last time, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you. That if you're if you're from South Carolina and I don't want to go to New York because you don't want to eat that food, it doesn't look like that. Got it, man. I now I the the, the pastrami and corned beef they showed looked great to me. Like well, I, it was ham. That was my other complaint. <laughs> it was ham. I think it was ham. It's wow. cheaper. It shoots better. Wow. And they showed it at the Zimmers on a on a nice on a nice bed of Eucharist wafers. <laughs> At the, at, the Zimmers. at the Zimmers. He goes to Zimmers so often in LA, he calls it the Zimmers. Want, He's like, I'm going down to the Zimmers. Going down to the Zimmers to watch the Peacock. <laughs> going down to the Zimmers. Does anybody want any pork? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, I have a few. Um, at the beginning of this movie, her mom hands her a swan and tin foil which she brings back to her place and she puts it in her refrigerator that is filled to the brim with sw swans with tin foil. And who, 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 why? Why is she holding on to these? I know it was for the funny ha-has, but at some point, you, you, gotta throw you it just out. throw them straight you, to the trash, you right? Throw it out you got to throw it out. What, what, are, what are we trying to do? Yeah, that's just a lot of waste. It's just a lot of waste. It's a lot of tin foil as well. Uh, once again, I will sing it. Uh, from the mountaintops, Jeremy Jordan not singing at open mic night is a travesty. Yeah, and what he said he wrote an original song. I don't know what else when he was in twelve. When he was twelve, he didn't want to bust that bad boy out. Yeah, and the fact is, mix up in the Mediterranean, he didn't sing. Uh, the one was it Holly and uh, maybe I'm not. There's one other one he's in. He didn't sing. He hasn't sung in any of. He hasn't the, sung in any of his Hallmark movies. And then maybe like, maybe he costs more. Mike Knight. Chandler's list. <laughs> maybe it's maybe costs more. Maybe it costs more. Yeah. Well, what now? What does that mean? That we wouldn't pay for it is what mm, you're that's saying. That's tough. No, no. It's tough. Why would you say that, Brain? <laughs> if it wasn't if it wasn't what was in your heart, why would you say it? <laughs> All I'm saying is, if you are a Broadway star, you 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 should ask for more to sing than act in a movie. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wong with that. I mean, they did have a professional singer sing in the movie. They might have blown the budget. <laughs> yeah, there. that yeah, was my Lisa thing. Came in. Was why? Why do that? Why do that? Why bring her in when you have a Broadway singer yeah, right wild. there? Yeah. What was he on in Broadway? What, what was he in? A little of this, a little of he that. He was in uh, Five More Years was the, the thing that he, and he oh, did the, the movie. That's actually a, a wonderful uh, and problematic in the terms of the treatment of the Jewish character uh, uh, musical. Yeah, and he did the movie with Anna Kendrick as well. That's where I saw it. Yeah. He was, he was compressed in that too, I believe. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> cannot confirm or deny compression. <laughs> um, so the the person who won the uh, she uh, uh, Lisa she wins free latkes for the rest of the year was my understanding for winning the night. Yes, which they give her all at once, all at once. Which I can't even imagine <laughs> that that <laughs> share it. She said she was going to share it with the kids, although it was never clear. <laughs> How many kids is that? <laughs> I I would not. Is like this June cracking open those latkes? Is, is this like a um, a lottery situation? You can get it all at once, sum. lump sum, yeah. or you can take it over to, for the next week and a half. I, I don't know. I was uh, baffled by that. Um, and last but not least, they had a a donut. A making class, but they did not make. They any did donuts. not make a single donut. That's a decorating class. That's I right. I was so bummed. I was like, oh, they're going to bring the kids back there. They're going to do some oil. It's going to splatter everywhere. It's going to be fun. No, not at all. Not at all. Disappointing. Yeah. Very disappointing. Dan, is this the only street on the Lower East Side? <laughs> has the <laughs> has the Lower East Side of New York been speaking of compression compressed into one street with one possible building for lease? Like I feel like in all of your like travels, you could maybe go to I don't know another street on the Lower East Side and find a place to put your diner or deli there. Your Zimmers. Your, yeah, the Zimmers. When Whatever you put the it Zimmers is. In. That's right. Um, I, and you know, I don't have a, a lot of experience with this, the, the food combination of uh, bagels, lox, capers, and I'll admit that up front. But literally, the ingredients in her bagel and his bagel are the exact same aside from a little bit of lemon juice. And he looks at her bagel <laughs> like it is utter garbage. <laughs> he it's looks the, at, It's the way they're the, but it's the, they're the same ingredients aside from a little bit of lemon juice. And he looks at it like he would not eat it if you paid him. I, I, I just, why? I think the humor, which, which I believe is what they were going for, and which you might want to develop, you know, for yourself, uh, <laughs> was the order and the style in which they they dressed their bagels yes of course so, and we're we were counting on brian we're counting on brian for the humor so <laughs> mr used to be the principal mr why the south carolina schools are the way they are i'm just saying more than fair um I will tell you when I would be out on this is when you tell me I have to write a full length letter with a pen. Um, that is, that is just absurd. It's 2022 for a reason gang. Like we don't need to get pen and paper involved here. Uh, we just, we don't need it. Uh, we, we never did, uh, not in this year of, of our Lord 2022. Uh, let's, let's skip that right away. Uh, um, as, as Brian holds up his pen and yeah, paper. of course that yeah. checks out. completely. Oh, and he's written something. I'm being yeah. held hostage. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, Jonathan wrote all my jokes. Wow. Interesting. So this this Gilbert's Deli, the, the big complaint that the daughter has is that all of the customers are old. And in, it, to, true to form, when we look at the deli, everyone in there is old. And she's like, you guys don't even know how to email. You don't even know how to do this stuff. We got to get the young crowd in. And her way to get the young crowd in is a nighttime flyer for a donut making contest. 
<laughs> or donut making class. That is it. She's like, you know what will bring the kids in is if we go out in the black of night and we hand out flyers to come in tonight and make a donut. Yeah, and I will say, I think what most people think of when they think of bringing the kids in to save um, a company is paying customers, not toddlers. That's right. But, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, to each own. To yeah. each own. And I will say this. Those parents, they may not have known a PDF from a from a JPEG, but their color printer is on point. <laughs> they have the best color printer in the Lower East Side. They made those flyers in an hour, yeah. printed in everything. That yeah. that's impressive. I mean, maybe expand your technological palette a bit to include not a color printer because your color printer is killing the game right now. It's killing it. Gosh, I love a color printer. Um, that. The last one that I have, I actually will save. I'll save it for the... He's, uh, de the, he's deferring. Deferring, uh, yeah. Guys, it's time for What the Hallmark. It is where we talk about any questions that we had that we're still pondering over, might think about tonight as we head off to slumber. Uh, Brian, what are you still wondering about? So something that kept coming up to me was how did the messenger know when the letter was ready to be picked up? Because he seemed to show up like as the ink was drying, as they were dropping it off downstairs. And so I know there's an easy answer, which is they let him know and he comes and gets it, but he just seemed to be like two on time. So I want to know how that part of the system works. Great, Brian. Thank you, Jonathan. I want to know how the legal department let them write a whole movie about the Nuremberg laws and why it's a good way to use, uh, to put people together as a matchmaker. I found that odd. <laughs> I mean, I find the association of Joseph Goebbels and the Nuremberg laws to be offensive, and I thought that it was a strange decision of Hallmark to base a movie on it. That being said, I now realize that I enjoyed it, and uh, it was a great movie. Out of boy. So I'm a little concerned when they do have kids – uh, the genetic makeup. Yeah, I, I think there was a close kinship there that ought to give us all pause. And I say that with sensitivity because I know I'm talking to two guys from South Carolina. But there can be some really bad things that happen when we get a little too close to people who we're related to. Mm. Finally, I just want to say shout out to Panda, who I really <laughs> miss. Yeah, and I didn't realize how much I missed him until the last four and a half hours of this particular episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can we, uh, can I also get a shout out for being, uh, the, the Christian from South Carolina who told his one Jewish friend that he needs to like the one Hallmark Jewish movie. Cause it's, it's what we have. It's what we have at our disposal. So just be happy that you have one. Yeah, I think that's right. Thank you. Mm. Um, my, my, what the Hallmark is, it has to be the matchmaker. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, is she real? Is she an angel? What's her deal? Why'd she look right at the camera? But also, why does she need an office? These are all questions that I have and all questions that I will never get answered. Dan? Uh, yeah, so I actually thought a lot of the food looked really good. No. Um, apparently, I was wrong. You were wrong. In that regard. Jonathan was wrong about the movie. You were wrong about the food. You're hungry. Yeah. yeah, I'm always hungry, but I, I will say it. this. I thought all the food looked good except for one dish. What happened with the French fries? Um, <laughs> sort of big old what, boys. What were those? Those were fork and knife potatoes. Those were like... They weren't ever French fries. There's just not a world. And I, I just... 
all the food I felt like they handled expertly, and I clearly was wrong there. But it, when it came time for the French fries, they just threw out a plate of something that wasn't French fries. And I, I can't believe wherever they were filming, they couldn't get their hands on French fries, which would be the easiest thing, well, in my opinion. To I, the, the careful viewer will will note that what you were observing there were Christian babies that had been sacrificed during a ritual that generally precedes a well poisoning. And um, I thought, good for them. I never know what you're talking about. I never know. I never know. I just let you. I just let you do you. i just let. Speaking of uh, you doing you, Shapiro. Oh, what one Jewish friend? <laughs> That's unbelievable. And you sure know he's Jewish, don't you? And you introduce. Him. Hey, he's my Jewish friend. Everybody meet my Jewish friend. Come tax time. Hey, Jewish friend. Any chance you could look this over for a farm? I, I actually hadn't thought of that, but we have had some tax problems, so I will call you, um, Jonathan. So if I go on Peacock and I search for the calling, will it pop up? Do I need to have a, a special code? I, I don't think it will. Okay. I, I, but if you, if you keep trying, you'll find it. It's 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 a very good show, and I I I'm very proud of it. And you know what? America doesn't want to be entertained by me. Good luck. Go ahead. Go watch something else. I don't care. That's why you're writing a book on Lincoln. That's right. Do we know the title of the Lincoln book yet, Jonathan? It's uh, the title, and this is tongue-in-cheek, but the title of the Lincoln book is How to Be Abe Lincoln. Okay. All right, great. All right. I like that. It's a reconsideration, if you will. Interesting. I love it. All right, Shapiro. Well, we'll talk to you in a year. We love you, buddy. And may we be the first. Go ahead. We've all had a lot of laughs. I've said some offensive things, and of course, I meant most of them. But I, I, I have loved for five years you guys in this show, and you know that the only reason that I was lucky enough to be on here is because my beautiful daughter and I were driving from Indiana University to some place, and she said, "I have found the greatest podcast ever." So you guys have become a family tradition for us. And when I pray, and I do pray. You are on my list. I actually love you guys. So oh, thank you very much. God bless you, Jonathan. Shapiro. Thank you, brother. Seriously, but man. You, you're going to have to take Panda out and put Brian in. That's right. And that's going to be tough. I know. And yeah. get somebody else for Brian because I can't do this again. <laughs> I, I understand. Yeah, thank you. That's, I'm glad we tried. That's right. Uh, until next year, maybe we'll be the first to wish you a happy, happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. We did it. Because of that sounds from the podcast. It's produced by Tracy Noah's name. It's recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, thanks so much for your support.